is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, we've stayed away from some <laughs> stories today because we've been yes. busy. And Oh, he did? <laughs> yeah, I can kind of hear you a little okay, bit. Okay, so. shoot. Bracco, why do you want to go and do that? Make what did he all... do? He took her headphones. Oh, for crying out loud. I feel naked without my headphones. Yeah, it's a little hard to hear, but, uh, yeah. you know, let me just, we're just going to, you know what, it's Friday. Okay, okay. we're going to do it here. Uh, let's talk about Angelina Jolie, okay? And Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt this afternoon. New court documents have revealed that a California appeals court disqualified a private judge being used by Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt in their divorce case. This is a victory for Angelina Jolie. So the second district court of appeals agreed with Angelina Jolie that the judge that they hired The private judge they hired in their custody battle, John Odenkirk, didn't sufficiently disclose business relationships with Brad Pitt's attorneys. So this decision means that the custody fight over their kids is nearing an end, but actually could be starting over again. It could be starting over again. And uh, I love how um, Angelina is getting um, support out there and not from Julia, but... Here's the thing is that always that's what she said is like he can't be impartial, this judge, sure. because he was so involved on all this stuff that Brad Pitt does with Plan B Productions sure. and all. And that was always her point was like, how are you going to be impartial on any of this stuff when Brad Pitt and his movie company is your client? And he said, no, he ruled he could be. The California Supreme Court said no. So it is a win for Angelina, and it's not her fault if they have to start over. Who knows? I don't think that they really will because all the, I mean, as far as I understand, Holly and Joy, don't get me wrong, but hasn't a lot of the testimony happened already with child psychologists and stuff? And there were a lot of people involved. Yeah, so I I don't feel like it does have to be starting over, but she felt very strongly like, okay, you're not going to be impartial to I just think this thing, wow. Because it's still going. Yes. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's this the, is not good for he, family. He could have also no. said, I agree. Let's sure. get a different judge. Sure. So he does. He's just as much to blame. They're equally to blame for whatever harm mm-hmm. or you, you know, whatever for the kids. Yeah. I is just, going wow. on. But I got to tell you, Julia, my parents had a horrible, horrible divorce, and I don't think I that was that was forty years ago. I know, but Julia, it didn't. It wasn't anything that ruined anybody for life, is what I'm saying to you. Well, the prime kid age is are going on right now. So we had it in my family too. There was a 12 year old. There was, you know, there was a 15 year old. There was a 14 year old. I'd say it damaged you for crying out loud. Are you saying it didn't? (laughs) I'm saying that it didn't. That everything was, you know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I I have different feelings. whatever you can but he's just much blame because she asked him let's get a different judge i get it he said no i like this judge i get it so then there will be a different judge no there will be an impartial yes tbd on that one these people oh my gosh okay so i did a little digging around about rebel with katie seagal now in the first hour of the show you guys were talking about that fact that katie seagal star of the canceled abc show Mm -hmm. rebel was going to make an announcement on entertainment tonight well i think i know what they are going to announce tell us and it is good news now this is based on an article last week 
in Deadline.com. But you can now stream the first season of Rebel on IMDb TV. That's Amazon's free streaming service. Now, sources over at Deadline.com say that IMD TV was looking at how good the ratings were for Rebel and that they had an option to pick up a season two. So I'm thinking that IMDb TV picked up a second season of Rebel. And and we oh. watch that through Amazon or on Amazon? If um, we have Amazon, that's how we watch it? I think that it's a separate thing. Okay. So this is where, you know, the IMDb TV oh, is owned. Another, I know, I know. It's owned thing. by Amazon. Right. But this is where the new Judge Judy stuff is going okay. to be. And so I'm thinking, now this is just all speculation, but sources at Deadline are saying that IMD, IMDb TV is going to make a second season of this show. Okay. And they're going to pick it up. So, yay. Yeah, good. No, All right, I was hoping for something besides right. IMDb TV. That's good, really a That's mouthful. That's how to say. It is. It's going to make me I am, I am a DVTV. Right. <laughs> exactly. I want my MTV. What? Right. Okay. So, that's good news there. Now, it hasn't been officially announced, right. but that was the dirt that I could dig up for you okay, guys today you. on Rebel. You're welcome. Annie McDowell is opening up about her hairstyle on the red carpet at the Cannes Film Festival saying that her managers tried to talk her out of embracing her gray hair. Mm-hmm, I bet they did. Yeah, I know it, right? So she told Vogue magazine at the beginning of quarantine that her hair started growing, and every time her kids are seaweed, they said that she looked really great with her gray hair. And so she was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to stick with this. But her managers said that they didn't like it, but she said that she was inspired by George Clooney. Yeah. To keep her not? hair. Yeah, she said that I'm, is so that's an interesting person to be inspired <laughs> by a man. Well, but, but, but I because get it. we don't think anything of men. You're doing right. This. You're exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she said once she did it, once she walked walked the red carpet at Cam with her gray hair, she's just it's so clear to me that my instincts were right because I never felt more powerful. I never felt more honest. I'm not pretending. I feel like I'm embracing right where I am. Yeah, and boy, she there whoever whatever movie she she got so much press for that the press yes, I went know. crazy for all of the women over the they age did. of 50 because they all brought so much attitude and everything i mean not that there weren't younger you know beautiful women of other ages but it was interesting in that way that the Cannes film festival was so heavily skewed with just like a lot of right you know, really amazing. And, and Andy McDowell got a lot. There were, she was in headlines for several days. Yeah. Different. She really was. Yeah. And people, and her daughter, you know, Qu- Quayley or whatever. Quayley. Quayley, who was in, um, Once Upon the, Time in Hollywood. Yeah, the book you just finished. Holly read the book. Oh, was that good? Quentin's it was book? good. It was. Yeah. You know, the book, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, quick book review. The book version elaborates on the story, but it's also less salacious but it's also a little bit more graphic uh-huh so is it about the characters and it's just like a fictionalized i mean is it a fiction well yeah it's it's the movie it's the movie it is but you get to know more info yeah you get more info more stories on rick dalton yeah well definitely more stories on cliff booth the character that brad pitt plays you get a lot more background on his character because we don't get that much except that he was a long time you know fill-in and yeah, but you Something. get to know his history. He's a World War II veteran. You hear some of the stories about that. Some Do we hear anything about what happened to his wife? 
that mystery is solved. Ooh, it is. Oh, it is. Oh, yes. yeah. So the book might be worth it. Yeah. You, you no, liked I'm it. Intrigued. Howie said I'm you really intrigued. liked I wanna, it. I want to read it. What's yeah. it called? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, by Quentin Tarantino. All right, Holly, thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, we come back. We've got uh, our weekend picks. We'll be right back. Oh, I like it. The dynamite is bringing yeah. us to our weekend picks, and they are presented by AARP Minnesota. So thank you. That's a great website. If you are ever looking for stuff to do, they have everything. Everything. They do. Kids, music, uh, out. I mean, they just, it's the most, it really is a complete And there's, list. it's such, such great so resource for yeah. people uh, 50 plus. So. All right, I'm going to go first, okay? Okay. Okay, so I've got some music stuff. To, okay. And, so happy that Bunkers is back and open. Yay. You know, they kicked off on July 11th with Dr. Mambo's Combo. Last week, I think it was um, Chase and Ovation, which is the Prince yeah. band. And tonight and tomorrow night at Bunkers, it's the Marvin Gaye tribute show. Fun. So, must be his birthday, but you know, that is always a great, great show. Tonight, if you're in the mood to be outside, the Belfast Cowboys are playing at Lake Harriet Bandshell. Totally fun. That'd be fun. And um, tomorrow night... Would you call them a Van Morrison tribute band, Kenna? Well, yeah. I mean, Terry, they sing other songs. Yeah, but, but yes, they a do lot a of lot Van, of Van Morrison. Do you like Morrison, Van Morrison a lot? And his voice, like, he always plays Van Morrison when they recreate the last waltz at the Caboose. Yes. The big, yes. The big pink. He yep. always plays... And Dan Israel always plays Dylan. Yeah. So when they do the... Okay, then tomorrow night, two of my... Favorite groups that I signed to my imaginary record label the first time I saw each of them are playing together at the Hook and Ladder. The Shackletons and Little Man. Fun. Are playing. That'll be a fun show. That'll be a great show. Yeah. And High and Mighty, if you're in, you want to dance, they're at fantastic. the Minnesota Music Cafe. So good. So fun. And then on Sunday, if you want to get on out to Stillwater and mix with the boat, boaters and the bikers, the Jorgensons are playing oh, fun. at 4 o'clock at PD Pappy's. And that's so good. So yeah, Kurt Jorgensen, he plays with his yes. wife, and they're oh, really amazing. They're so, amazing. Those are my music picks. Okay, so here's mine. Um, tomorrow, Art on Wheels is happening at Lake Harriet. Is that the car? It's car and bikes. Oh, I love it. And it starts at the Rose Garden on, and Lake Harriet. It's like on the northeast side, and it's uh, people are going to line up between 6 and 7, and it's open. You don't have to pre-register right, anything. Right, just go. So you can do that. 6 to 7 tomorrow night? Yep. So um, you can watch that. I just um, parked by an all cork car the other day. Well, that that cork car is featured the, in the paper. A cork car, cork, all a cork, cork, wine corks. corks. The wow. whole car is People, covered in the corks. And you'll see these like at the Minnesota State Fair parade. There's always an art. Sometimes you just see him driving. This was a, I was at Envision. I love that. And I was parked next to the cork car. The cork car. <laughs> and the Aquatennial is going on this weekend. One of the fun things to do is the River Rats, which is the water skiing uh, group of people that perform off of Broadway in the Mississippi River. It is so fun to watch that. My How kids do love they it do too. That? Oh, that is old school. It's so it old school, and it's so fun. That mm-hmm. is just a great, and it's a great setting and everything. Tomorrow night are the big fireworks. If you want more information on events, just go to Aquatenio if you can spell it. It's two ends. <laughs> dot uh, org or dot com and you'll figure it all out but um they've got a lot of stuff going on also there's a lot of local festivals happening all weekend where you can just kind of pull in to um let's see leprechaun days is in rosemount um kalaki days is in montgomery minnesota and someone we work with is going to those 
Kowaki Day. Uh huh. Slice of Shore View is happening. It's going to be hot. If you want to go inside, I mean, we have all these great um, museums. Yeah. That might be the perfect day to go because it's mm-hmm. going to be so hot tomorrow. So, yeah. yeah. There you go. That's all I got. Do you have anything, Miss Holly? Uh, yeah, there's actually a documentary that I want to check out that's okay. on HBO Max starting tonight. And it's about Woodstock 99. Yes. The 25th anniversary concert of Woodstock. That was a hot, hot mess, mess in yeah. 1999. Well, they've made a documentary about it, and it's supposed to be really great. And you can stream it on HBO Max as we speak. Who were some speak. of the bands? Uh, it was bands like Limp Bizkit, Kid Rock. Corn, Metallica, Green Day. So, so it, was it was really all the hottest bands right at that time. Right. Re- but it was like. Why was it such a hot mess? Well, there's a lot of reasons. Okay. Well, Wasn't it hard to get to? Well, I think it. Well, I don't think it's necessarily oh, hard to get to, but yeah, like they were something. charging $4 for a bottle of water in like $19.99. Oh. You know, that was mm-hmm. like the big, one of the big outcries. It was, so it was a like, big money thing. It's yeah. probably if we thought we were scandalized by the Fire Fest, Fry Festival. Right. Fire. Was it for Fire fry. or Fry? Fire. Fire, oh, fire Festival. It was spelled Fry. Yeah. Um, that we'd be scandalized. At this story. Now I want to watch it. Yeah. So it was one of those things where it was like, you know, Woodstock, 1969, peace, love, accessibility. This was all about, you know, aggravation, uh, money, money, grab. money grab and like misogyny. And so it was all of these things kind of funneled right in. Because I remember watching this on MTV. They yes. street They streamed it they aired, they aired performances it, yes. live and green day was rocking and people were like throwing dirt and it like Ooh. the mm-hmm. women performers in here were they were complaining a lot of misogyny and other and other things just not being treated right yeah. and so i you know i think this will be worth the time yeah. apparently the reviews say it's not long enough yeah okay oh really mm-hmm. now that's that's a good review that you're wanting more you know i did another thing that's happening on netflix this weekend for us romance lovers yeah is the last letter from your lover it's a british romance oh, yeah. film that's prim- that it starts it drops today that's yeah. supposed to be pretty good okay uh, that's based off of the jojo uh moise moise yes. book right yes yeah well, are you going to be watching? Did you guys read the book? I haven't read that one. I haven't read. I, that I, one haven't read I haven't after me before you, and then me after you, and yeah. then after me after you. I read those three. <laughs> I haven't read a yeah. lot of JoJo Moyes, but that that, but that good. One, yeah, that might be good. It oh, might be yeah. fun. Totally. Okay, so we have a special treat today. Oh God, do we? Oh, uh huh. Lori, Lori, we have left. Wrap it up. I didn't even work a full week. I don't know what what the deal is, and it's not like I did anything. This week. Are you saying you're tired? I No, I'm not tired. I'm ready for the weekend. I'm ready for oh, fun. Beyond. Even though I had, I just had fun. We're, we're just like, you know, I'm just ready. We're to... at a fun deficit. Yeah, we are. And and we are. We are still in the funnest it? month of the year. You know, we are in July. So much going on. I know. Whether you choose to do anything or not. Like I, like last night, I really wanted to go down and see Annie Mack. She played at Mears Park. Right. Because every night, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, I mean, almost every night there's free concert stuff, the music. And I'm just getting conditioned to like realizing, oh, yeah, Tuesday night is Minnesota history. Right. I mean, do you ride your bike around and you go listen to any of this free music or? I haven't, but I should. Yeah. White Squirrel, I feel like down on West 7th, they've got music outside, Keg and Case. 
you know, uh, Minnehaha Falls is having music again. Flamin' O's play Wednesday night at Como. Oh, They're gosh. doing concerts at the Como Conservatory outside, That's right. though. That's right. Yeah, that just started. So it's, but like, we kind of all got out of the habit of it. Of like finding stuff, so, so I'm like been hiding. Some of us never ball. got into yeah, it. Some of us never, some got, us never got into the habit of it. Okay, I just have to. We have to talk about one story right, that we me. didn't get to okay, because okay, let me just pose this question. Okay, if you had a baby with one of the richest men, men in the world, you would think that you wouldn't ever have to worry about money in any way, shape, or form ever again. Correct. If they agree that they're the father, or you yes, have a paternity case. Yes. Or I'm talking about Grimes and Elon Musk. Oh, right, yes. Grimes has let us know on TikTok that the father of her baby, 50-year-old billionaire Elon Musk, does. there's no money for her music career. And so she had to sign with the label after being independent for years. And the internet is reacting like how I think we're all going to react. And that is that... This is fumbling the billionaire bag, okay? If you bag yourself a billionaire, they are going to pay for your music career. I mean, look at Erica Girardi. got her husband, you know, he, like, uh, supported her career. And she was just a produced dance singer. I mean, I don't know. I just was like... Maybe he doesn't like her music and he doesn't want to be involved in it. Too bad. Too bad, Daddy. Daddy, this is... I don't know. I don't know. So yours... Okay. I don't approve of this. If you're going to bag a billionaire, they're going to pay for your stinking music career or whatever. I mean, that's just you when had I the baby. When I'll let you know. Yeah. Okay. You had the baby too. She had a baby, Holly. That's true. I, I forget how we say the child. Yeah, name. and she went along with his goofiness because you know it was his idea to name the kid that Didn't crazy he just name. Sign up with some music thing. Is isn't he going to have his own music? A label? He bought a label, Lori. Okay, but she's not on his label. This, this. I hope that she reads her so TikTok comments. Uh, yes, because this is not how one she, deals with begging a billionaire. Right. Okay, and then she <laughs> had a baby to boot. I mean, to talk about showing baby to boot. Uh, the baby to boot. I mean, really, the baby to boot. You have even more of a. Kind of respect, though, that she went with her own label so that she could kind of keep it a little separate. So any kind of when the label they decide to part ways, then go back and dip into the billionaire. Well, fine. But then you don't have to deal with him on a day to day basis. Maybe that's what she was trying to cut back on. But I just thought I'm thinking he just gives her the open, you know, here's here's the. Bank vault number one for the music. Right. You got to remember how much bill- a billionaire is. How many, how much money how much that money is. That is. Yeah, that's true. I find a dollar in my pocket and I'm like, I'm rich. You're like, woo. <laughs> I washed Casey's, you know, I kept was washing his clothes and I said, oh, he's not going to have any money to find in his pockets from Bozeman because we really didn't use any cash. Sure. You know, but usually on a trip, I find money. You find I money? I wash money. Oh, I wash money all the time. That's great. Are we going to, tell us what time we're singing, Holly. Uh, we're going to sing in, in like 45 seconds. Okay. So we're, of course, what are we singing? We're satisfaction. satisfaction. And because we, uh, Lori's satisfied that she got tickets in the front row at the Rolling Stones. I'm not in the front at row. At U.S. Bank Stadium. Julia, people are very satisfied that the world's greatest rock and roll band is going Coming able to reschedule their 2020 date here and we didn't get cut off yeah yeah but Lori, you are within 
eye view of the nipple. You oh, don't yeah. even have to look at the jumbotron to see the nipple. Oh, yeah. You'll be able to see it in oh, yeah. in the line of sight. I'm praying Mick, Mick Jagger's is wearing nip. his mesh shirt. I checked his Instagram to see if he's posting any dancing stuff, but not quite yet. Oh, gosh, he practices for funny. that. Oh, he's so good. Kicking and stretching. Shall we sing? Yeah.